0: You're listening to the Life in Christ Church Podcast, your place for life-changing messages that will build your faith and propel your life. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? And I like what you said. There are ingredients to success. There are certain things that ministries do Ministries that are impacting people. That's what what success is. Ministries that are helping others, right? There's common denominators in those ministries. I've been able to sit with some incredible men and women of God and hear what they're doing and and, and spiritual things, right? I'm not talking about this and that. I'm talking about spiritual habits that will produce. And so we are doing those things in this church. And so I'm telling you the future is bright. And I'm super excited for 2022. I am. I know 2022 is going to be exploding. I feel it in my spirit. I can feel it in this in the I just I know it I know it I know it I know it and so man I, I'm, I'm excited and, and there's no better group of people uh, than, than those in this room and I know that God is gonna honor your generosity and honor the time and the and the effort that you guys have spent right? Because putting bringing people in uh, is a sacrifice in, in a lot of ways, but but it's a well-worth sacrifice It's not like well, you know, but but you guys have put time and effort and showed up early and left late, and all of you, so I'm very grateful that we have an incredible helps team. Every one of you that have served have served with excellence as unto the Lord, honoring him, and I believe the Lord is saying he is well pleased, I really do, Uh, and it hasn't just come through me, it has come through most people that have left here, have said, your people are really good people, your your people man, those people, man, they serve, and wow, we were blessed. Pastor Mark, I listened to the message when he was preaching here, and he said, man, you guys have taken care of every detail. And I feel, you know, just such a blessing He said, you know, you guys are in the top three, four churches He goes, don't let that get to your head But, but you know, <laughs> he, he said you're in the top three We're in the top three, four ch- What the heck are you talking about? You, you've been traveling for 40-something years And we're in the top three Wow, praise the Lord, amen Amen Man, what a blessing No, I just thought I'd brag on you for a minute You guys are just phenomenal uh, And so is there anything else in regards to that? No? Well, that was just a blessing to hear Are you guys glad you heard that? All right, was that a blessing? Amen. Amen. And so we qualify for more, right? We qualify for greater influence, and we qualify to be able to do what Pastor Mike Todd is doing, right? We're going to get there. I'm telling you right now, the day will come where we will pay mortgages off, where we will buy vehicles for people, come on, where we will build churches for other people, come on, where we will be the the, the distribution center uh, at a grand level in this region and in this country. I believe that with all my heart. Uh, Pastor Rodney told us he gave away 29 cars. I think he said 29 cars. The ministry has given away. Twenty-nine cars. People believe in God for a car. Talking about, oh, we're going to give it to you. What? You know, it's just, tell, give somebody a car. Amen. Amen. That's what we're going to be doing. Amen. Mm. And so I'm excited about that. So let's just talk about prayer and fasting here. We're going we're gonna to be talking about prayer and fasting in the next couple of weeks, but I wanted to start it in December to kind of get your, your wheels turning in that direction. Uh, and, and so I, I want to just... Just talk about some high-level stuff. There there's some you know, other things we're going to get into, but, but I want to just talk about some things um, that, that, that pertain to the fast, logistically speaking. Um, we're going to be doing a fast for 21 days uh, who's doing the fast? All of us are doing the fast, right? Who, what, when, and where is kind of what I like to cover when it pertains to things like this. Who, all of us. I'd like for all of us to participate in this fast. If you're a child, don't fast. Someone, you know, if you're pregnant, probably shouldn't fast. Uh, and, and I'm not telling you, you know, if you're on medication or something along those lines, you know, consult your doctor. I'm not trying to tell you to go fast. And, but, but I'll tell you one thing, you never fast uh, and uh, biblically right, and decline in health. Just tell you right now. Now you you do what you feel led if you're on medication, if you feel but you never fast biblically and decline in health. Well, I heard that some guy fasted for 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 you know 80 days and died. Yeah, you shouldn't be fasting for 80 days. You know what I'm saying? There is nowhere in the Bible that someone fasted for 80 days, you know. And so even 40 days is a pretty extreme fast. On just water, that's an extreme fast. Uh, and so it was only done a few times in the Bible. Forty days on just water. And so you know that's not what we're doing. We're doing twenty one days uh, and and uh, you know E.A. de another pastor I listen to, he says anyone over i think seventy five, you know no, you don't need to fast because he says that at that point, Your flesh is typically crucified. Uh, I don't know. I have met some pretty grouchy 75-year-olds, so I'm not sure that's true. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, anyway. um, So all of us are going to be fasting. What are we fasting? Uh, Facebook and Instagram? No, 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 no. You can fast Instagram and social media. That's wonderful. But a true fast is pushing away the plate. Right? Well, you know, my brother, I'm just fasting television. Well, that's great. Me too. You know, I'm, I'm, we're not doing any TV while we're fasting, unless it's brother, unless it's you know a spiritual teaching or something like that. But I'm not watching Netflix. Uh, you know, on a, a fast and watching Netflix is not a fast. You know what I mean? It, there's no spiritual benefit to starving uh, and, and watching Netflix. You're on a diet. Remember, you're on a diet if you don't pray and do spiritual things while you're fasting. And so um, we are fasting food. The type of fast we're going to be doing, all of us, uh, is, is, is uh, six, break fast at 6 o'clock. And I'm going to show you in the scripture where that is. But break fast at 6 o'clock. That's the bare minimum. So you don't eat all day. You break fast at 6 o'clock. You have one meal at 6 o'clock, right? Uh, if some people, some people have been doing that, and maybe it's easy for you. Go ahead. String a day or two together, maybe three. You know, I, my goal is to 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 do more. The leader should do more. Uh, and so, uh, I remember the first year we did six o'clock, maybe four or five years ago, uh, we did we did break fast at six, and it was difficult. You know, I remember like, dang, what time? is six coming? Oh my gosh! And now I pretty much live my life that way. have been, uh, you know, the past two months maybe not so much Thanksgiving and all that, but all this year I pretty much fasted monday all day ate tuesday at six fasted wednesday all day ate thursday at six o'clock and they ate one meal a day on the weekends at six o'clock for health reasons it helped me spiritually but it became easy is what i'm trying to tell you it, it, it's no longer it, it's six o'clock i eat okay it's just normal once you once you get past the initial two days three days it starts to become easy and it's not, it's not, you know, I'm starving. It's just, it's hunger pains, they call it. It's just because you feel like you're going gonna—you're not going to die, okay? You're not going to die missing a meal uh, and eating at 6 o'clock. I guarantee you, you're not going to die. Uh, a lot of us have enough Storage to, to be able to <laughs> tap into <laughs> well i don 't care how skinny you are, you still have storage and something to tap into uh, and so six o'clock is what we're going to be when we 're going to be breaking the fast. so every day we break fast at six o'clock. Um, is that you guys understand that? so 21 days breaking fast at six o'clock. we eat at six o'clock at night we eat at six o'clock at night, so you don't eat nothing all day, you break the fast at six pm every day right and so Who's fasting? All of us. What are we fasting? Food. Um, When? We're fasting January January 3rd to the 24th. That's a Monday. The 3rd is a Monday. And so next Sunday will be the last day. To fill your bellies and, 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 and get ready, right? And, and so the third, we'll start it. We'll go to the 24th. And remember, during this time, we're gonna have Monday Bible We're gonna have Sunday church, obviously, Monday Monday healing school, Wednesday Bible study, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays online. And so, plenty of outlets for you to, to, to receive from. If you, uh, Very important that, that you're receiving uh, and, and that you're taking time uh, to grow spiritually. E.A. Uh, Adeboye says, if you're not praying for at least an hour a day while you're fasting, you're really wasting your time. That's what he says. An hour. Uh, and some people, that sounds like, oh my God, an hour, that's not much, you know? You know, that's a, a Netflix episode, right? That's one episode, typically, or an episode and a half, depending on what you're watching on Netflix. And so, you know, most of us can do that. And so, you know, if an hour sounds like a lot to pray, uh, you know, pray in tongues, if you feel like you run out of things to pray. But here's the thing I'm going to do. Well, I'm not going to cover this today, but I'm going to give you prayer points. It's important to be uh, direct with your prayers. A lot of times during prayer and fasting, by day two, you feel like you run out of things to pray for, like, what do I pray for? And so if you break it up, maybe the first week you pray for you, you pray for you know the will of God for your life, you pray for direction, you pray for growth, uh, and the next week you pray for your family, and then each day maybe you pick a family member. Uh, the following week, maybe you pray for the church and different things going on on in the church so every week you have an assignment brother hagan when he was a pastor he said i'm gonna have everybody come to the front and pray and what he was doing he was taking a poll he wanted to see the responses of people he did it on purpose and so he said everybody come to the front and let's pray and so he would go up to somebody and say "Hey, what are you praying about and they're like, i don't know i'm just praying that would be the common answer like what do you mean you don't know yeah I don't know, i'm just praying okay or if they said i'm praying about this they would say brother hagan would say what scripture are you standing on He said, well, none in particular. And Brother Hagin would say, well, that's what you're going to get, nothing in particular, right? In other words, be specific, right? Have scriptures to back up what you're praying for. Uh, Anyway, I might as well just get into it now. I was going to get into it down the road. But if we're praying for your family the first week, Get scriptures that pertain to your family. Get scriptures pertaining to the blessing of the Lord that goes out to a generation. Get scriptures pertaining to the uh, salvation of your loss of uh, loved ones. Uh, get scriptures that you can pray that coincide with what you're believing God for. Right, uh, and so you can never go wrong praying the scripture. You can never go wrong, uh, you know, if you're praying about your finances. Father, I thank you, Lord, that that you uh, you provide for your children. And uh, Father, I have given generously. And then you go find scriptures that pertain to generosity. And, and, you know, giving and receiving and you pray that out, right? Uh, And so I I would like to do it on a corporate basis, meaning, you know, we'll we'll tell you what the church is doing. Now, you may want to go in a different direction, but we will put out something uh, uh, and and give you an idea of what we're going to be doing as a church. Uh, and so this way you can link arms with us. I believe it'll be family It'll be y- you and it'll be family and then it'll be the church I think that's, the, that's what we did last year. and I feel like that's what we should do this year. Uh, I'll confirm that here shortly, but um, You don't need to know until a couple weeks, but we want to be specific um, 21 days six o'clock we're breaking the fast an Hour is probably a good a good t- you know, chunk of time. Maybe you can't do a whole hour. Maybe you do 30 in the morning, 30 at night. Maybe do 15 minutes, but at least 30 minutes consecutive, I would say. Don't break it up 15 minutes because it takes some time to warm up sometimes. You ever notice that in prayer? If you're doing 15 minutes, by the time it's over, you're just heating up. You're just tapping into some things, right? And so at least a half hour would be good. Or a half hour prayer, half hour reading your word. Uh, you could do more, but you need to set a minimum. You need to set a minimum of say, here's my goal. Here's what I want to go after. Here's what I, you know, what I feel like I need to do. And then, you know, stick with it. Stick with it. Make up your mind. Right now, that you're going to finish the fast. Make up your mind that you're going to finish this fast, that you're going to do the fast. Well, what happens if I mess up? Well, you're going to hell. No, you're not. You're not going to hell. (laughs) If if you mess up, you ain't going to hell. (laughs) Just get back on the horse. What I always tell you you fall off the horse, get back on the horse. Uh, you know it's stupid to call a 21-day fast all water people will be you know in trouble by the third day because you don't just start out running a marathon you start out walking you then you jog right then you you run a mile and same thing with fasting you don't want to go out the gate fasting for 21 days with just water right uh, I tried it it's, it's difficult right if you don't if you don't build yourself up to it uh, and so ending the fast at six o'clock uh, every day is something that I believe Anyone can do, but it's also a challenge in a lot of ways if you've never done this. Um, if you work construction, You know, have some juice or something during the day. I know some people do uh, heavy labor, right? Juice is fine, certain kind of juice. You want to stay away from the acidic stuff, uh, like uh, orange juice, because your body is going to be releasing this stuff during the fast. Uh, So stay away from kind of acidic stuff. Drink a lot of water uh, on the fast. Your body will be releasing toxins, releasing different things, and water gets rid of it, right? So drinking a lot of water on the fast will help. Stay away from sugars and stuff. Uh, That one meal... I would, you know, recommend you eat a healthy meal, right? Uh, I, you know, I, I sometimes, well, I didn't eat all day. I want to eat, you know, some good stuff. You know, it's not always the best strategy, right? Uh, your, your stomach's going to be, ugh, uh, So just some practical things, a lot of water, heavy on the water. Um, it'll help you. And so Galatians chapter 5, write this down. Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. Why are we fasting? Who, what, when, where, and then why? Why? Galatians 5.17 says, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. The desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other. So remember, we have a flesh and we have a spirit. Each one... Wants to your flesh wants to do one thing and your spirit wants to do another they never they never want to do the same thing They are at war with each other. That's what the scripture says You do not want to live out of your out of your flesh All right, my flesh is not qualified to run my life Anytime I've made a decision out of the flesh for my life. It's ending in problems. How many could say amen? That's my testimony, right? So my flesh is not qualified to run my life I want to live my life out of my spirit man. And so when you fast what happens uh, is your flesh becomes crucified. In other words, your flesh uh, gets, gets, gets reduced right, in strength and your spirit man increases in strength. Whichever one is stronger uh, will dictate your life. Come on, if your flesh is stronger than your spirit, your flesh will always win out and and, and you will be led by that. That's just how it works. I've noticed that when I back off the things of God for a period of time, I don't read, I don't study, I don't pray, uh, I start making stupid decisions. I start talking different. I even start thinking different, right? I start to see things different, right? Uh, And so you do not want to go down that route. And you do not want to, the Bible says, right, that that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded in Romans, uh, it it leads to life and peace. Oh my gosh, life and peace sounds so much better than death and destruction, right? And death and destruction could look... Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it could it could show up in many ways: the death of relationship, right? Uh, the death of your marriage, the, the the death of your finances, the death of your mental health, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna drop dead, but it could mean a lot of dead things around you, right? Uh, and so God is saying, if you do things my way, it would be it, it, there'll be life everywhere you look. Come on, everywhere you turn, life in your relationship with your wife, life in your relationship with your kids. Come on, life in, in your mind. You have peace and joy. Uh, No longer struggling with depression, you'll be able to maintain joy, even though uh, the storms of life come, because they come to us all, right? But but, but we're able to maintain peace, because really, uh, you know, it's an inside job, as Pastor Sarah says. We decide, uh, and and you can't decide from uh, your spirit if it's weak, right? You're going to struggle. And so fasting crucifies the flesh. That's what we're doing here. Uh, fasting doesn't twist God's arm into doing something. God has already done everything he's going to do, right? He, he has already ordained for things to happen in your life. It's up to us to access them by faith, right? That's how you access everything in the kingdom of God, by faith. Uh, and so what happens when you, when, you, when you fast, your spirit man becomes enlarged and your capacity to receive becomes enlarged. Amen. Your ability to receive from heaven uh, increases, the capacity to receive from heaven increases. Amen. And so how many of you want to receive more from heaven? More understanding, more revelation, more peace, right? All of these things, things you're believing God for that, that just haven't broke loose. Uh, not because God is holding them back and waiting for you to fast. He's waiting for you to have faith and get past your unbelief to be able to latch on to it and, 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 and see it come to pass. Amen. And so we're all going to be fasting So 6, Galatians 5, 17 tells us that our flesh is against the Spirit. And so if it tells me that my flesh is against the Spirit, my next question is how do I get rid of the flesh? And so fasting is the answer. How how do I minimize the flesh? You don't get rid of it. How do you minimize its strength and its power over your life, its hold over your life? Uh, It's fasting. Like I said, your flesh is not qualified to run your life. You have to put it under subjection. Your spirit, man, will always lead you to blessing. Remember, you don't make decisions on how you feel or what you see. You make decisions out of your spirit. Go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And so this time of fasting and prayer in January is a time to diligently seek God. That's what we're doing. We're deciding... Right? You're making a decision to seek God diligently. Pushing away the plate is seeking God diligently. People are going to think you're nuts. I'll give you a tip: Don't tell anybody you're fasting. Don't tell your crazy aunt you're fasting. Don't tell your cousin you're fasting. Don't tell your son you're fasting if they're gonna be like, "Mom," and they're gonna to try to talk you out of it. And, you know, people are gonna criticize you and uh, who don't know the benefits, who don't know these things, right? You know, spiritual things go over the head of carnal-minded people, right? They just don't understand. It doesn't compute, right? I tell my mom I'm fasting. Oh, you're gonna die, mijo. You know, you're like, what are you talking about, ma? Uh, yeah, moms always want to feed their children. They want, you know, have you been eating? You know, it's just like, I'm okay, you know. And so, um, and so don't tell anybody you're fasting, all right? And, and there's biblical reasons for that. You, you know, you, you don't walk around people are like, hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm fasting. <laughs> I get some water. You know, that's your reward, the Bible says, that other men think highly of you now because you're, you, you fast. Now, that doesn't mean in here obviously you know we're fasting and and, and, and I'm not talking about being weird about it but don't walk around like like there's something wrong with you, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) People do it all the time and you can kind of tell when people are doing it. Don't be that person is what I'm saying. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, when you come to God you must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. What are we doing during this time of prayer and fasting? We are diligently seeking God. So in other words, you can expect a reward this January amen you can expect a reward from God because you're taking time to diligently seek him and he said those who diligently seek him I will reward them so I'm excited about that I'm excited about that for your life I'm excited about that for us because I know that God's rewards man are incredible uh, and so this is this is how you diligently seek him. This is not something you do normally. This is another level. This is something that is going to take effort and it's going to take a decision. It's going to take crucifying the flesh, willpower, uh, and God will help you. But Hebrews 11, 6, when it comes... To God, you must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. Amen. And so again, uh, what kind of fast? We're ending at 6 p.m. And it, it comes from Judges chapter 20, verse 26. Write that down. Judges chapter 20, verse 26. Judges chapter 20, verse 26. Then all the children of Israel, all the people, went up to Bethel, where they wept and sat before God. They fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. So there it is. They fasted until evening, and so we're fasting until evening. Six o'clock is evening. Um, Well, is that in the Bible, Pastor Joe? I want to do the Daniel fast, Pastor Joe. You know yeah what happens with the Daniel fast is most people gain weight on the Daniel fast so we ain't doing no Daniel fast right Uh, people find all kind of creative ways to jump through loopholes this is not about jumping through loopholes this isn't well can I do this can I not do this if it ain't crucifying your flesh you probably shouldn't do it like I'm not here to police you don't, don't send me a message pastor Joe is this allowed on the fast you know, you just use your judgment, you figure it out. Uh, but if it's not crucifying your flesh, it, it ain't, it, that's, not, that's the purpose of the fast to crucify your flesh. So if you're finding creative ways to make a smoothie that's kind of liquidy but full of mashed potatoes and steak, <laughs> you know, that is not crucifying the flesh. You know, people always find some kind of way, uh, but that's on you. I'm not here to police that. Uh, we're here to see some results, and that's what I'm after. Right. I want to see results. I want to see power. I want to walk in power. I want to walk in the miraculous like never before. And so I'm paying the price to grow and to to enhance my spirit, man, right? That's what what I'm after. Um, And so Judges chapter 20 verse 26 is where we find it. Go to Matthew chapter 6. We're going to see that fasting is a command. This isn't something that we're just doing out of Christian tradition. This is a command from the Master. Just laying a quick foundation here as to what the Bible has to say about fasting. Because some people think, well, I don't really have to fast. You know, I, you know fasting isn't really necessary. Well, I like what they say. It's not necessary until it's necessary. You know, people. People. I don't need to fast until they get in a position like. Oh, yeah. It's like I don't want to live that way. I. I want to be preventative. I want to be proactive, uh, and and I want to. I want to go after this. I'm making a decision to do this. Um, but we see here in Matthew chapter six verse sixteen. Moreover, when you fast. So that to me, when, when Jesus says, when you fast. Don't be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces so that, they may be, so that they may appear to men to be fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward. That's what I was just talking about. But when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, so that your face will not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father uh, who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. But back up to the first part of that. Moreover, when you fast. So he's saying when you fast. So that's implying that we're supposed to fast at some point, right? When you fast. The Bible says when you fast, when you pray, and when you give, right? Uh, Jonathan calls it the 3 full court that can't be broken. When you fast, when you pray, and when you give. When you do those three things, man, uh, that, puts, that sets you apart. Right? Most people aren't doing those things. That, that'll strengthen you. Uh, and so in this new year, that's what we've decided to do. We're going to pray, we're going to fast, and we're going to give. That's who we are. Uh, first fruits offering, we're bringing a first fruits offering to the house, to the temple, and we're saying, Father, we honor you. And remember, first fruits could be the increase throughout the year, that first part, but maybe you, you haven't gotten an increase, and so you just want to say, Father, I honor you with my first fruits, uh, and, and so at the beginning of year is a good time to do that, but you just decide whatever the Lord would have you to do with that. I won't talk too much more about that, but we're doing that. We've made up my mind. We're going to bring a seed of first fruits and say, Father, we're praying, we're fasting, and we're giving. That's what we're doing this, this first part of the year. We're honoring you. You are our God. You are our source. Everything we have is because of you. We would be nowhere uh, where we are. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Our marriage wouldn't be together if it were not for you, right? I, and so I'm thankful to you, Lord, and so I, you know, we're going to honor him. Amen? And so Matthew chapter 6, when you pray. Now, Matthew chapter 17, let's look at that real quick. Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. I got this and one more scripture, and then we'll let you go. And then uh, next week, we'll talk about some practical things. Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. uh, 14. Um, Actually, yeah, we'll start in verse 14. And then they had come to the multitude, and a man came to him, kneeling down to him, and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's... An epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 17, then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Amen. I like that, man. Jesus knew the power that he carried. He knew who he was. Bring him here to me. Man, that, 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 that needs to be you and I. Something goes on in your neighborhood. Something goes on in your church. Hey, bring him here to me. I pray for him. I, I know the power that flows through me. I know who I am. Come on. I know if I decree a thing, it shall be established. You should be that go-to person in your family. Come on. Bring him here to me. Bring him here to me. Come on. Not that's some arrogance. It's knowing who you are in Christ. It's knowing that, that you possess supernatural power. Come on. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. I don't know about you, but I heard it lives on the inside of me. Come on. It lives on the inside of me. The resurrection power lives on the inside of you and I. So that should be, bring him here to me. I got power on the inside of me to take care of this. Amen. I love that. Every time I read that, it's just, man, bring him here to me. Glory to God. Bring him here to me. Verse 18. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast him out? Jesus said to him, because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will, not, you will say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except for by prayer and fasting. There is certain opposition to your life that will not be removed until you pray and fast. Amen. There are certain things that 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 will not move until you pray and fast. You have the power, yes, you have the ability, but but there is a certain kind of unbelief, right, that where you just say, well, I don't know if God, you know, that's a good time to pray and fast. If there's a mountain in front of you that that it's starting to shake you a little bit, it's a good time to pray and fast. Right. It's a good time to pray and fast. Uh, Maybe you've moved other mountains in the past and things have worked, but this one just seems, whoa, uh, uh, that's unbelief. You don't think that it could be moved. That's a good time to pray and fast. Jesus said this one did not move because of unbelief. And he said it comes out by praying and fasting. So this kind of unbelief is cured by praying and fasting. Amen. And so, you know, uh, that's why a lot of people will not make major decisions without praying and fasting. A major move, a major jump, a major... The decision's like, well, I don't know, but this one's a little... I better pray and fast. I better make sure that I understand, that I hear, right? That's why when when people are going through things in their ministry, in their lives, they pray and fast. Something big, you need to pray and fast. I'm telling you, this is the answer to a lot of people's opposition that, that, you know, maybe you've been dealing with year after year. You've had victories, but there's something that just keeps lingering, keeps lingering. Prayer and fasting is the answer, amen. And so we saw that Jesus was able to cure him, and he said, "Yep, it's because of your unbelief, and it's because of you." It comes out by praying and fasting. So, real quick, benefits of fasting. Go to Isaiah chapter fifty-eight. Last one here, and then we'll take communion. Right? Is that right? Communion. We yeah, have it ready. Isaiah fifty-eight. And I'm just going to read from the bottom part, verse 6. Isaiah 58, verse 6. This is the kind of fast that I'm after. To break the chains of injustice. Get rid of exploitation in the workplace. Free the oppressed. Cancel debt, debt. Debts. Debts, like debt. Which I'm interested in seeing you do is sharing your food with the hungry, inviting the homeless poor into your house, putting clothes on the shivering ill clad, being available to your own families. Do this and the lights will turn on and your lives will turn around at once. Man, one version says, and light will spring forth speedily. In other words, anytime the Bible talks about light, it's talking about revelation. So you can expect revelation to come to you on this fast. So light will spring forth speedily. It says your lives will turn around at once. Your righteousness will pave your way. The glory of God will secure your passage. Then you will pray, God will answer. You'll call out for help and God will say, here I am. Supernatural results of prayer and fasting. Supernatural debt cancellation, freedom from oppression. It's all in this scripture here. Isaiah 58 chapter 6 uh, verse 9. Depending on what version you have, you'll see it a couple of different ways. But to break the chains of bondage, to get rid of exploitation, freedom from oppression, debt cancellation. Um, what are the other ones here? The glory of God will secure your passage. God will answer prayers uh, in a greater way. Uh, you'll call out for help, and He'll say, "Here I am." And so, a lot of incredible things. One of my the, my favorite benefit of of prayer and fasting is revelation knowledge. He said, "Your light will spring light will spring forth speedily." So when I'm reading on a fast, when I'm like four days into a fast or you know, I'm, I'm past that initial two, three days, I start to read the word and it becomes a different thing. It's not the same way. It's, I don't feel the same. I don't see that my spirit man is just it, it just gobbling it up and, and things are revealed to me. And man, I'm, I'm really excited for that. How many of you want to see some things in the Word that, that man, you, never have been revealed to you? Not because God is holding them back. It's because God is limited to our capacity to receive. You know that? God is limited to what he can get to you based upon your capacity to receive. God wants to give us every good and perfect gift. God wants to let daily load you with all kinds of benefits. God wants to do some incredible things. But our thinking limits him. Come on, our decisions limit him. But because you have decided to pray and fast amen because you have decided to pray and fast because you have decided to diligently seek him he says i will reward you reward you with what revelation come on freedom from some oppressions that have been lingering uh, and that you haven't been able to break free from because of your unbelief right maybe this one thing is kind of hard to believe god for but because you're taking time to pray and fast you can expect results come on amen i said you can expect results amen Nobody's expecting some results this January. I'm expecting big things. I declare big turnarounds in your life I declare the miraculous in your life in full operation I declare revelation knowledge over your life as you take time to seek the Lord in time of praying and fasting this January I declare turnaround in the name of Jesus. I declare the double over your life I declare right now as it is written in Isaiah 58. It'll be done unto you in Jesus name I thank you father that you are diligent uh you you are you are uh, uh, not a man that you should lie if you said it you will do it father so we declare your word is true and i declare great grace over your life to be able to execute this fast to be able to stay with it to not give up i declare by the strength and power of god you will see this fast through in jesus name amen amen, amen. amen. so what we're going to do now is we're going to end this year with communion Right. We start. We're going to start the year next year. Next uh, Sunday will be the first Sunday in the new year with communion. Uh, and really, what I want to do this 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 time right now is is to. It really uh, To thank the Lord for what he's done in our lives this past year Thank God that you're here right now and not in some hospital about hospital bed. Thank God. You're here right now with, with, with a with a clear mind and 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 people love you and, and thank God that, that, that He's preserved you this this year and I declare he'll preserve you another year in the name of Jesus Not one of you uh, will be uh, your lives will be cut short this year every one of you will be here next year Amen every one of you will be here to give thanks and testify to the goodness of God next year not one of you will be cut short and I declare not one member of life in Christ uh, not one member in this church will lose his life this year Uh, every one of them will will be here next year to bring glory to your name father I declare life over this congregation and I thank you father you're preserving us we put our faith in you we decide to abide under the shadow of the Almighty and because of it father you protect us Lord. You keep us and no plague shall come near our dwelling. You keep us whole and well and strong. Father, we look to you to be our protector. We put our faith in you, Father, in you alone. You are the one, Father, that has preserved our families, preserved our health, preserved our minds. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are well able to do it another year. And we put our faith in you, Father. We will see the goodness of God in the land of the living, Father. And we will continue to proclaim the good news. And we will be vessels of honor and glory unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, ushers, if you would, please pass out uh, the, the, uh, the um, communion elements. And we're going to take communion here. We just ordered like 500 more of these, and so we should have more for next week, hopefully. yeah, To be able to take communion. On this fast, I have a couple of resources that I study. One of my favorite resources is from uh, my friend, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., who's been here. He he just released this book, The 21 Day Fast Field Guide. has some really cool stuff. And then he has the complete guide to prayer and fasting. It answers a lot of practical things, uh, as well as spiritual things. You can find them both on Amazon. Good resources to have. Uh, I'll be teaching out of them as well this, this upcoming couple of weeks. Um, it'll help us. The more understanding you have, the better it is. Right, Like I say, when I pray in tongues, I read the benefits of praying in tongues beforehand to build faith in that area. And it, it just brings another level, right? And so when, you, when you're fasting, when you understand the benefits, it'll help you, right? When times get tough. Well, no, I'm in this because of the, because of the revelation. I want more. And I, and I believe because I'm, I'm seeking him uh, and he'll reward me. And so all of these things will help you as you get understanding. Amen. Every, does everybody have one? Everybody have one? If you would stand to your feet, please. Bible says, as they were eating, Jesus took their bread and blessed it and broke it and gave thanks and gave it to his disciples. So, Father, right now, we give you thanks. That's what we're doing right here. We come before you, Lord, humbly, and we give you thanks, Father, for every good thing you've done for us, you've preserved us, you've kept us, and we declare it is because... Of the blood it is because of the finished work at Calvary and father as as we take this symbolic father of your body we believe in everything that Jesus died for us to have we declare he is our Savior he is everything to us and we're so grateful father for everything father everything everything you've done father we're so grateful let's just lift our hands and say thank you Lord thank you father you're so wonderful Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let them just hear you say thank you. Thank you, Father. You're so wonderful. Oh, you're so magnificent. You're so gracious. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for for your peace and your joy. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the church, Father. Thank you for, for the future you have for each and every person here. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father oh thank you lord (laughs) thank you jesus oh praise you father oh thank you lord thank you lord he said take eat this is my body go ahead and partake thank you lord thank you jesus and he took the cup and he gave thanks Father, we give you thanks. (laughs) You can never say thank you too much. You know that? You can never thank God too much. Father, we're thankful, Lord. (laughs) We plead the blood. That's what we're doing. We're pleading the blood. We're putting our faith in the finished work. We're putting our faith in the blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. We magnify the blood. We make much of the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Lord. It reaches to the highest mountains (laughs) to the lowest valleys there's nothing the blood cannot cleanse there is nothing the blood cannot cleanse every sin forgiven every mistake forgiven we put our faith in the blood receive complete forgiveness right now you start the year off fresh you start the year off forgiven healed well sanctified consecrated to the lord Thank you, Lord. Father, we make a decision to serve you this year as an act of our will. Say this, say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. I will obey you. I am led of your spirit. And the voice of a stranger I shall not follow. I choose you, Jesus. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe you are who you say you are. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For this is my blood. He said he took the cup and he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying, Drink ye all, for this is my blood, the blood of the New Testament, the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of the fruit of the vine. So, Father, we take this right now and we say we put our faith in the blood. We put our faith and we magnify it. Go ahead and partake. Anything that is anti-covenant, we expect it to go right now in Jesus' name. Any sickness, any disease, any depression, any any lack, right now we declare it gone in Jesus' name. This is called the miracle meal. We declare miracles, signs, and wonders right now in the name of Jesus at work in your body, in the lives of your family. We declare in Jesus' name. Thank you, ushers. Just give me another 30 seconds here. I'm waiting for the ushers to clean that. Thank you, ushers. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Before I let you go, I want to make sure that there's no one here that has not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Because when we die, we're going to one of two places. If you have received Jesus into your heart and you've made Him your Lord, you'll be going to heaven because your name is written in what's called the Lamb's Book of Life. But if you have not done that, you will go to hell. God sends no one to hell. He says he puts before you life and death, blessing and cursing, Blessing and curse, choose life that you and your seed may live. You have to make the decision to choose life, to choose Jesus. And so it's very simple, very, very simple but powerful prayer that, that you pray to receive him into your heart. It's found in the book of Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10. That if you confess with your mouth, the Bible says, and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. So if you mean business with God, he means business with you. If you're watching online, this is for you as well. Very simple but powerful prayer. If you're in this place and you say, Pastor, I want to pray so that I can know 100% that heaven will be my eternal home. On the count of three, I want you to slip up your hand. Most people, a lot of people I should say, if they're going through something, they feel like they have to clean their lives up before they come to God. That's not the case. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. In other words, you come to him as you are, and he will give you the strength, the help, the grace, the mercy, the people to help you change the things in your life that you need to change. So if you're here and you say, Pastor, pray with me so that I can know 100% sure that heaven will be my eternal home. I want to serve Jesus with all my heart. On the count of three, I want you to lift your hands. One, two, three. Anybody say pastor, I want to receive Jesus Praise God If You're watching online repeat this prayer after me say Lord Jesus Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I Believe that you are the Son of God That you died and on the third day rose again. I believe you are the Son of God I repent of all my sin and I ask for your forgiveness I give you my life do something with it cleanse me in your blood deliver me set me free I want what you want and I thank you for saving me in Jesus name amen amen I'll give him a round of applause yeah. hallelujah you're watching and you Uh, And you live anywhere in central Pennsylvania, we want to invite you to Life in Christ Church. We meet on Sundays at 10 a.m., 426 South Queen Street. It's very, very important that you get plugged into a good church uh, so, so that you continue to grow in the things of God, so that you continue down this path. Don't just go to any church. Where you go to church is vital. Amen, right, church? Where you are plugged into is vital. Amen. So we hope to see you. We love you. If you live anywhere else, just type in the comment box uh, that you received Jesus and we'll like to send something to you. And uh, we'd like to help you find a good church wherever you live. Lift your hands, church. Pray a blessing over you. Father, I pray a blessing over every person here. And I declare they are doers of the word by your grace, Father. uh, They will do what they have heard here today and they will see results. I thank you, Father, that they are the head and never the tail above and never beneath. And I declare I declare, You shall come behind in no good thing and I declare right now the the favor of the Lord is a camped around you Let, uh, everywhere you go favor with God and with man I thank you that doors father opening up for the people doors that no man can shut wide open effectual doors unto service and I declare this will be the best end of the year that they've ever had I declare the next seven days will be a, a, a Just a time of blessing breaking out on the right blessing on the left and father and we'll explode into the new year father with hunger and and, and with desire to serve you like never before and I declare no plague no plague shall come near their home I declare no coronavirus no variant shall come near their home not one person shall be taken out I plead the blood over each and every person here and under the sound of my voice and I declare because they are your beloved they shall have sweet sleep in Jesus name amen Thank you for listening to the Life in Christ Church podcast. Help us to continue to share the message of faith with those all over the world. Visit licchurch.com forward slash give to partner with us today.